Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today I'm sitting down with Dariana from Lash Invasion. She is a 22-year-old entrepreneur who is absolutely killing it in the lash industry. You've probably seen her go viral on TikTok or Instagram. And so she's here to talk about the mindset shifts that she's had to reach the level of success that she's seen in her business in the last couple of years. So stick around and stay tuned. All right, welcome to Lash Boss Radio. Hi. Thank you so much for driving up here today. I know the weather was wild. It was a little bit of an eventful drive, it sounds like, but you're here and we're going to talk about all things Lash Invasion. And I saw that you started the company two years ago around Mm -hmm. this time, right? December Mm -hmm. 2020. Yeah. Talk to me about all of the changes that you've seen the last couple of years. Wow. Oh, wow. So crazy because I was just telling my team about this, like literally on our ride here. Um, December 2020, that's when I launched something that is completely bigger than me. Even what you're saying, that gives me goosebumps because around that time, no one knows. I started my lash business in my parents' basement. I was lashing in my parents' basement. I was doing lashes at the age of 18. 2020 is like when I kind of discovered on, you know, filling a gap in the industry at the time that I saw uh, with education and products. Um, So 2020 is when we launched like our first product, which was our lash trays. And everyone was just loving them and it spiraled into what it is now. I would say from 2020 to what it is now, 2022, about to go into 2023, it's like, what in the world? How big has got in like I have a team of six people now versus just a one-woman show who was doing again lashes in her parents basement trying to fulfill orders trying to you know still book up her clients on her you know what am I trying to say client scheduling as well and doing training so we right. all know that's like so many categories all in one and trying to wear a CEO hat mm-hmm. and then around like 2021 is where I realized okay for this to be bigger than me than what I keep saying I can't keep doing this by myself and I can't keep doing it the way I've been doing it because there's something that I'm missing I've been a CEO since I was 14 so it's just like I've been an entrepreneur since I was 14 so with that I've had skills yes four years for lash for the lash industry but the entrepreneur skills I had since I was 14 years old and that's a decade so almost a decade because I'm 22 Mm -hmm. so with that being said I've learned what I've learned from 14 all the way to now and it transformed into what it is now and then plus of learning what I learned in the industry. So most definitely what I feel like what has changed is obviously like the team thing because again, I couldn't do a one moment show because it was getting bigger than me, bigger than my basement. It went from having an inventory room in my parents' closet, my bedroom closet to like a 2,000 square foot warehouse. Like that's insane, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it keeps growing. Like even the situation now in Houston I have to tell my team they are telling me like in the next six months we have to do an, another location to fit our inventory so it's just like wow, wow <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so it's it's amazing it's really amazing it's a really short amount of time to see that level of growth what do you think about yourself as a business owner has made that possible do you have any specific traits or mindsets that allowed you to see that level of growth the specific i always say specific (laughs) um the traits i would say to because everyone 
asked me this, like, Dariana, how? You know, I'm 22 years old, and people always remind me, like, Dariana, what? Like, you know, and I would say, honestly, if there's any, you know, young women watching this, anybody in the industry that's in their 20 era of being being a business owner, period, I had to figure out at 19 years old, you know, Dariana, do you want to be a businesswoman or do you want to be an average 21 year old, like, or an average 20 year old or whatever? So I had to choose then. And for me to choose that, I had to be self-aware and being self-aware and understanding you have to change your mindset in a game like this is something that a lot of people say it because everyone talks about mindset, mindset, but it's executing what you're really doing. And I always tell people motivation is a myth because that's a feeling and feelings come and go. I can watch you know, a motivation speech or a podcast get really motivated, but I can be like this on my couch, you mm -hmm. know, in the next five minutes after the, you know, the video goes off. So it's discipline on what kicks in, even though I feel what I feel, whether it's fear, sadness, depression, I have people literally, not even just my team, I have my community literally like counting on me, you know? So that's something I learned even when I was 19 years old, I know I just got me right now, but I know in a, in a minute it's going to be bigger than this. Like, so I had to do what I had to do at 19 to get to where I am now. And I applaud 19 year old me. Like it's something that I, um, I kind of get sensitive about a little bit. Like right now I feel like I'm about to cry because, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it, it takes a, um, the strength it takes out of a 19 year old girl telling her, do you want to be a 19-year-old or do you want to be a businesswoman? You can't choose both. A lot of people feel like you got to, you can choose both. Of course, you got to have balance with it, of course. But you can't do what everybody else is doing if you want to get to where you're going. And um, um, there's somebody in the industry that I love, Lena. Oh, I took uh, Lash Money. Ooh, she pressed my button so bad because what she was saying is true. And she was just, a lot of people want to be successful, but a lot of, like, they don't want to do what successful people do. And that's the biggest thing I'm studying you know great people and one of the the great people that i'm studying they all say the same thing is about this and if it's about this you got to fix this too because if my mindset is great you know what i'm saying what if someone break my heart that's gonna trickle into here so it's just like me being an entrepreneur this got to be clear and this got to be clear as well because even though i might have the mindset someone i could be in a relationship right now he can break my heart what that's going to trickle into this and it's going to make me you know get in a rut it's going to make me like want to sit at home is going to make me, and I couldn't do that. So it was just like, I'm going to have to fix this, and I'm going to have to fix this because where I'm headed, I can't get into my emotions. I can't get in. And I'm not saying emotions is bad, but I feel like since we're women, it it kind of hinders us in a way that, you know, successful, powerful men do. Because if you understand, like, we got tape over here, you know, and podcasts like this, you know, telling them, telling other men or anybody that's listening that's an entrepreneur, you got to fix this and you got to, you know, understand that emotions, feelings, that's all in your head. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I could be, you know, my heart could feel whatever it's feeling. If I tell my mind, you're going to have to still go through this. Okay. That's, that's me telling me that, you know? So that's probably one of the things is like understanding, like I had to make a choice, I had to make a sacrifice. Do you want to be an uh, average 20 year old year old or do you want to be a businesswoman Cause you can't choose both. Love that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I also was a businesswoman really young as well. And you're you're totally right. Um, now you went the avenue of starting a lash brand. Mm -hmm. 
versus opening a salon, was there ever a point where you were trying to decipher which one of those was going to be best for you? It's so crazy because me and you talked about this and um, shout out to shout out to you because um, I asked her this question when I was there and you told me, Dariana, no. And I was just like, mm, what do you mean? You're like, I promise you the route that you're going right now is something that I wish I would have taken because a lot of people feel like in the industry, that's that's the route you should go. And it's just like, I skipped that step. So everyone is wondering like, how in the hell is, and can I curse on here? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I curse a lot, uh, but I'm trying my hardest not to, but that's how I get my point across. But um, um, a lot of people, especially in the industry, feel like that is the success step is being a last check doing making the products opening salon doing and it's just like no I was a lash technician I built a, a a brand that sells products and that sells like you know the e-commerce basically selling supplies and doing trainings I don't have people under me I used to think all the time like I need to go that route um but my CFO and my team kind of told me like Dariana we're already doing good right now and I was just like no like that's it like that's my like that's that's what equals success. And when you talk to me where we're at Lash Bash, you were like, Dariana, uh-uh. Because you told me what comes with that and, like, the overhead, the drama. And I was just like, ah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And you are just telling me how I need to keep prospering the way that I'm doing it because there's so many women who wish they would have just did that. Because there's – I'm pretty sure a lot of um, salons are closing down because they're realizing, like, they don't want to do a salon. They just rather sell products. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. But I'm so grateful to be in an industry where I'm meeting, you know, OGs like you to tell me stuff like that. Because, again, I was in the industry before. I was in the hair industry where I come from. People don't like to give people game free. You know, if you want to get game from somebody, you got to pay for a course for someone to even tell you half of the fraction of what the mistakes they made to make sure they see like a, a newcomer coming into the industry. But they see like, you know, they're making ways in the industry and it's just like I never felt a community so supportive until I came into this industry. And it's just like, you know, there's some, you know what I'm saying, some people don't give me my props. I don't care. It's like I know what I'm doing. And the people who I love the most and love my company the most, they will tell me what, like, how I should, you know, rocket it. Like, make sure, you know, telling me their mistakes so I won't do it and, you know, implementing that business. I respect that because out of like who I am and where I grew up, you don't gotta do that. You don't have to tell me that. You don't gotta sit down with me and tell me, Dariana, nah, don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I respected you more than anything that day when we met, because we finally like sat down and talked at Lash Bash. And I know um, we met at LashCon. So when we finally talked and I just understood you, I understand your passion, your industry, and the way you talked to me, I kind of felt it. So I was just like, this is real, like this is love, like, you know? So I appreciated that, I really did. Yeah, of course. I used to say it on the podcast, too. Um, and there was a time when somebody was talking about me saying she is just saying that so that other people don't have salons. And they went on to have a salon. And I went and I actually spoke to her one on one later. And she was like, I get it now. Like, right. I know what you were saying now. Um, but, yeah, I think it is important to not just glamorize everything or have everything look so everything is great all of the time because I think you can actually hurt people doing that not only right. are they feeling like they're not doing enough but then when they do it they then they realize like oh my gosh look what I've done I just did this because I thought I needed to and they all looked happy and this is actually what's been going on so that's what I experienced when I opened a salon and I've made it work and I do love it now it can be rewarding but it was very hard 
in all of the projects that I wanted to do, like podcasting and throwing events and stuff, all of that had to kind of take a backseat in order for me to have a successful salon and not crash and burn. So yeah, picking and choosing. So I, I commend you for, you know, spotting what, um, you know, is going to work best for you and in going for that. So I have a question for you because you go viral <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So I want to ask you about that because um, I think companies, especially that have been around so long, they even sometimes struggle making viral content. So mm-hmm. can you walk me through, like, do you have a strategy or is it kind of just? Uh, I talked about this on my Instagram a while, like literally our last post. Everyone asks me the same question because they're like, Dariana, how? I really can't. I've always told people, you know what your superpower is because if someone asks you how to do something and you don't know how to put it together, that's your superpower. I cannot tell people this. Like, it's like, I can't even explain it. The most that I can say is that I was authentic. Like, I, if people who've seen my journey, because it wasn't just Lash Invasion that has done this. I've been around in the social media world since I've been a kid. I was on YouTube. I was going viral on Twitter. Like, I've just always had this trendsetter mindset where it's just like I knew what to say and I knew how to say it and I knew how to broadcast it. It might be times where my like, you know, my my viral contents are not like, you know, every single time. That's why I'm kind of trying to understand. But then I realized the beauty of like most of the viral content I make is literally I never know if it's going to go viral or not. And I feel like that's what people miss the most. It's just like they're trying to let me go viral. Let me go viral. Because even if you go viral Will you have the team and the mindset to, like, maintain what you just brought to your business? Because a lot of people want that so bad. And, like, Lash Invasion went viral on um, on TikTok last year about our training kits, like, about our training. It went haywire. And I was so grateful to God because that was the year that I had an assistant. And while all summer we were picking apart our website, making sure people, if uh, if the amount of people come to our website, everything is done, it's completed. They see the homepage, they see the about page, they see the shop page. Nothing is being left on the table. Like they know they can always come back to something. That was the year, something in my heart, God, for sure. God was telling me like, Dariana, it's time to like, you know, try to build a team. And that's what, you know, transpired. But I do know if you are thinking about going viral, you got to make sure, are you ready for that heat? Because you can go viral. And so many people have went viral on TikTok and it did tremendous for their, like it did very well for their business and it made their business go to a place they ain't never seen before. But if you do that, can you manage that? Can you make that happen? Because so many people want that. But it's like, okay, if you get influx amount of the customers, can you maintain that? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's my biggest thing. But to how to make a viral post, viral content, be yourself. Like, don't try. People know, I always say this to my to my students, um, tell them, don't sell them. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Tell them, don't sell them. Tell them, don't sell them. Because if you sell somebody something, it's cringy. First of all, I know you're trying to sell me something because you're starting off like, hey, do you ever get bad return all right stop the cameras I'm not watching this like you understand what I'm saying like it's it's understanding that yes you've been doing what you've been doing I know I'm in all the OGs and the brand because y'all y'all been in the industry before we even knew about this and y'all were the ones that made me get into this the only thing I can say to industries or to OGs or any companies that are failing to like trying to get on social media radar honestly be authentic just be authentic and sometimes 
you have to realize it probably don't got to be you to be on social media. If you don't know how to work social media, don't force yourself to do that. If you feel like your superpower is in systems and management, accounting, figure that out. Hire somebody to do it. Like, you know, so because I'm not about to sit here and try to figure out accounting. I have a CFO for that. You think I'm about to look at all these numbers? Like, she teaches me what I need to know, but... I had to give that else to somebody, like, you know what I'm saying? So if you feel like you need um, a social, like, because right now, Dr. Miami, we all know Dr. Miami ain't doing the TikToks. It's Santana that's doing that for him. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have someone, if whatever you're bad at, you can't waste time. I feel like what a business, the way a business flows is all about time management. You can't waste time. If you feel like that's not your superpower, you're going to have to get somebody else on board to execute that. You can't waste your time trying to figure this out no pay somebody that already knows how to figure out and implement it into your brand and who loves your company just as much as you do so you can you know strive you know so I want to ask you about your team because you don't have um you mentioned earlier like you don't have a salon you don't have girls lashing mm -hmm. for you so what does your team look like and what does your role look like right now our day-to-day -day is, is hectic doing two locations is hectic um like right now, our uh, my team is here with me. Um, they drove us out here to Austin. Um, a shout out to Rebecca for that <laughs> incident that happened on the on the way. Uh, but um, the the car hydroplane in front of us, and like when I tell you, when I tell you, I ain't never seen somebody react to something so slow but so fast at the same time to understand like this was like when I tell you, I'm grateful for for my team I'm grateful for my team because they all know it's a team effort with this like even though like I'm the face of my brand and I know about Lash Invasion I tell them all the time it's not even about me it's about the people that love our company that our customers our students like I want to put on for them it's never about me because if it was I still would have been a lash tech do you understand and I'm not and I'm not trying to be funny or anything I'm, I'm, I'm I just hope you resonate with what I'm saying um I would have still been a lash tech, I would have still been behind the chair if it was about me. Like I would have still tried to do stuff my way. And that kind of, that hurts people in their business, honestly. But to to answer your question before I try to get off topic, uh, my team, we got Coco right here. That's our social media manager. Uh, in the back we have Rebecca. She handles everything, shipping, inventory. Um, we have Savannah. She handles everything assistant wise, like making sure my schedule is up to date. We got um, Mira. She's our Atlanta executive assistant. She most definitely handles everything back end, customer service, emails, everything. We got Miss Nicole, accountant. She makes sure everything is good when it comes to our numbers, making sure I'm not doing anything stupid. Because mm -hmm. just because I'm a CEO doesn't mean I know how to handle my money the way it needs to be. So she makes sure that we're on budget for every single thing because I want to dump. You know, I want to do a marketing campaign. And she's like, Darianna, we're not about to dump 20000 into a marketing campaign this month. And I'm just like, why not? So I'm glad I have people telling me, even though I'm the CEO, I, I advise everybody. Now my team advises me as well because it's just like, yes, I might have all these ideas, but they're like, Darianna, we can't execute. We have to go one by one by one, you know? So um, that's what they do. Like I said, it's a team effort thing. I wouldn't be here without them, you know? So And that goes to my Atlanta team before I migrated to Houston. I wouldn't be here without them to like, you know, make sure my Houston team execute what we're trying to do this year up to the new coming year for Lash Invasion because there's a lot of ideas that we're about to implement. A lot of people thought Lash Locker was my only big idea. Oh, no. <laughs> um, we have a lot to do this year, and I feel like a lot of people are kind of feeling like Lash Invasion is coming, and it is. I really feel like it is because I, I feel... Um, even when I went to LashCon, I felt the energy. Like a lot of people knew about Lash Invasion, but they didn't. When they saw it up close and they really respected not only me, but like our products and really saw like, 
oh, sh like, you know what I'm saying? And that, it made me feel good because I was just like, thank God. Like, you know, because it's just like, you can, you can see people in the industry all day on social media. That doesn't mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can... I can, I'm pretty sure or I'm pretty aware so many people can talk about these, uh, you know, lash owners. They've met them in person and they were rude. They were, you know, not giving people homage or stuff. And that's nothing like I'm not trying to, but we just know what it is. You know what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? So um, I thank God, like, even though people do come up to me and give me my homage, I know how to, like, respect that. Either if they're doing better than me or even if they're trying to be in the position that I'm in, I'm always going to give people free game because I will want someone to do that to me. You know, mm -hmm. just like how I told you, you didn't have to give me free game at Lash Bash. You could have just been like, you know, and I had that happened to me before. And it was just kind of weird because it's just like little did you know, like you're the one that inspired me to do this. And it's just like how they say never meet your heroes. I see what they mean now. Oh, wow. So, yeah, um, my team, though, I'm grateful for them. Um, I really feel like God is the reason why I'm here. And he most definitely even if it was mistakes that I've bumped, trials, tribulations, it got me here where it's just like, okay, what not to do? So I know it's ups and downs when it comes to business. So I'm, you know, whatever God want me to go through with, I'm most definitely going to do it with my head down, head up. Like, I'm most definitely got to go through it. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope I answer, I'm answering your questions yes. correct. Okay, okay. <laughs> Beautifully. Thank um, you. You you leave it hard to like ask a follow up question because you're so good at answering. Yeah. And um yeah, so I do have a question that I ask all of the guests on Lash Boss Radio. What is your favorite fra failure? Sorry, let me re-say that. Um what is your favorite failure and prefacing with not necessarily an actual failure, but something that might have felt like one at the time? I just recently went through a failure. I thought at the time that it came into a blessing. Um, as you guys know, like Lash Invasion kind of took a big spin from 2020, from 2021. Um, um, 2021 is really when I implemented a team member because um, it was from 2020 to 2021. I was kind of doing it by myself until July. July 2021 to where it is now, um, it, took a t like, it took a whole 360, whereas like it's crazy. So... Having two locations was a lot. It was a lot. Um, and I had to let some of my Atlanta team go to focus on what's being done here in Houston. It was like it kind of shot me in my heart because it was just like, OK, but I had to realize, again, just because God give you people doesn't mean they're going to go with you in the next season, you know. And I felt that I... I had to, like, really be strong on that. Like, I really had to, like, really figure out, like, it wasn't me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had to, you know, stop at this journey at one point in time. You know, not everyone is going to be with you forever. Like, you know, but I do, I can most definitely be grateful for what y'all did bring into the table onto my company, you know? Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a failure that I had to let go of my team because, you know, we couldn't, I, I wore myself thin last year. Like, I was traveling from, this, like, back and forth to Atlanta. Like, think about picking up every two weeks, packing up your house and having to go to Atlanta, coming back to like Houston or Texas, trying to make sure you're good. And then also implementing new strategies into your Houston team going back to, it was a lot. Um, I, we handled it beautifully. Like my team did freaking amazing because it shows the leadership skills for me as a CEO that my team can do what they needed to do while I was away. So I, I give them mad respect because it was, when I say it was influx, we went from, um, you know, shipping out like a hundred orders like 
from 70 to 100 orders a month when I was just a lash tech to four to 800 orders a month. Like, my point. Wow. So when I tell you they did amazing with me and we had to implement strategies that worked until it didn't, until I'm just like, something is just not right and I don't know what it is. And I felt it. And I was just like, I don't want this to happen. Like, I don't want to give up. But it's just like, I can't, I can't lose peace on something. Like, I can't lose my peace right now. Like, I'm not going to have a, I can't lose peace on this situation. And I can't give up on my business right now because of what I'm not trying to let go of. Like, because I'm thinking like, oh, like, nah, this is where I started. But God is like, but this is not where I want you, you know? Because mm-hmm. like, I'm very big on intuition. When I first moved to Houston, Something told me to be here. I don't know what. I don't know who. Like, but something told me to be here. If I felt like something was wrong, I would have left. I would have went back home. Like, you know, like I'm very big on that. Like, if it's not right, it's not right. Let's not even try. Let's go back home. Let's pack this up. But I feel like Lash Invasion wouldn't be here right now if I wasn't, if I didn't get out of that basement. If I didn't get out of that basement. If I didn't get out of that basement, I don't know where I would be. I don't know if I would still be on the type of time that I'm on, but it it made me stretch and it made me have to do stuff that I, I was very uncomfortable to do. And it felt like a failure at one point in time because you don't see it, but you feel the vision, you see the vision, but you don't, you're like, bro, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm crying, I'm like, God, like, help me. Like, I don't know what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Like, tell me this is like, tell me this ain't what it is, like, you know? And it's just one day, it just, it's just everything just started coming together. I was like, ah, okay. And I was just like, okay, all right. And then I just started feeling like a relief. Like I started getting my peace back. I started getting back in routine. And it was just like, um, I just realized like, wow, this, at first I thought letting go of my Atlanta team was probably like the biggest mistake I could have done. But when I stepped into the office in Houston and I grabbed my team and we, I did I did interviews for a month. Like, cause I'm just like, I'm not having no, just anybody on my team. I can't like, cause Lash Invasion is just no any type of body company honestly is not what I did in a year it's something insane it's something that like I get chills talking about it because it's just like no one really knows what goes behind everyone still to this day everyone thinks like it's just me running this like you know like it's just me like people still to this day think I'm still doing lashes no I'm not I had to get out of that really quick because I had to manage my team I had to put on a CEO hat when I thought I felt like I wasn't ready but God is not about to give you an assignment that you're not ready for so yeah, that's my that's my failure that I thought was a failure, but he came into the biggest blessing because you're going to ask God for something. You think he's just going to give it right away? No, he's going to give you the biggest test at all, and you got to take it. And I took it. I was just like, all right, I'm going to have to let go of something. It's not going to be Houston. It's got to be Atlanta. And mm-hmm. I didn't want it to happen because this is where it started. This is where it grow. This is where my, my seed blossomed. But he was just like, Dariana, you got to be real right now. You got to. You got to take in what you prayed on when you was 19 years old. I know what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? So that was it. I tried not to talk so much about God, but I, I wouldn't be my authentic self not talking about it because I really feel like if that's what if that's where your heart is, when it comes to the universe, whoever the higher power, you know, giving it to him, I gave, I told him, like, he's my CEO. Like, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. Like, I don't know. Like, whatever you want me to do. And it just started, things just started, doors just started opening. I, I met Gretchen. I met um, Val. Um, that was a beautiful relationship that I built with them. Like, even you meeting you at Lash Bash, like, I didn't even know you were going to be there. And now I'm on the podcast, you know, telling, you know, your viewers, your subscribers, like, you know, something that they probably would want or something that they're going through. Because some people, it's like, I'm very young, but some girls probably feel like they 
can't even relate to some some things with CEOs because everybody's very mature. You see what I'm saying? So if any of like my young women are out here listening to this, I want to tell you, you got to know yourself and you got to stand firm on what I was just saying before. You got to pick and you can't choose both, you know? So, yes, ma'am. I hope I answered your question. You did. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> I know that after this episode, so many people are, are going to be touched by the things that you said, inspired, motivated, and they're going to want to know how to connect with you. Can you share how they can do that? Um, you guys, if you want to like learn more about the company, learn more about me, um, we are on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Lash Invasion. That is L-A-S-H-I-N-V-A. S-I-O-N, Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah, that's everything. Um, no spaces, no capitals, Lash Invasion, everything. Um, and me, personally, Dariana, D-A-R-I-Y-O-N-N-A. We do have a YouTube channel as well. And, yeah, TikTok. We on TikTok. I'm on there being funny, being crazy. But I'm also educating, so that's one thing. But, yeah. Um, and www.lashinvasion.com. Shop with us. <laughs> but, yes, ma'am. Love it. Thank you so much for coming Thank today. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate you so, so much. Of course. Thank you.